Hello and welcome to this NLive's Open for Business podcast platform. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university, as I keep saying, with the perfect face for radio. And I host a show every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. called Open for Business. Open for Business celebrates the very best of business in Northampton and Northamptonshire and brings together business, civic, charity and indeed academic leaders to talk about the business environment, to talk about initiatives and projects, especially where, they're, where they are all working together for the good of the community. So enjoy these extended interviews on this podcast. They're now set up as a standalone for you to savour and uh, to learn from some of the movers and shakers in the county. Enjoy. Well, we hear a lot about localism these days, and um, especially perhaps under COVID, how our, and we've heard lots of stories on this radio show, how local businesses and um, charities have been working together, a lot more collaboration, a lot more compassion, obviously. But um, localism has, you know, it's not new. It's been around for some time. Food miles, think of that, buy local, etc. But I'm delighted to, um, to, to share with you today news of a, a new local initiative, which is a new journal or a daily um, briefing uh, by internet and I'm delighted to welcome to the show one of the two founders Natalie Bloomer who is a journalist and uh, she has set up NN Journal with a partner Sarah Ward. Natalie welcome to the show um, yeah tell us a little bit about NN Journal and where the idea came from. Hi Adrian um, yes so NN Journal is um, a new uh, news provider for Northamptonshire um, and it's set up as a daily newsletter, which is delivered straight to people's inbox. Um, and the reason it, it, we've set this up is because um, both Sarah and I felt that there was a gap in the market for more um, sort of in-depth, longer um, news stories for Northamptonshire. Okay. And any evidence for that? Have you done any sort of market research or is it just based on your sort of local knowledge and watching and seeing what's happening in other areas? Yeah, so a bit of both, really. Um, we, um, with local knowledge, we feel that um, that there are great news providers in Northamptonshire. The local, the local media do an exceptional job, um, but we felt that there was a gap for for something a bit different. And, and so we don't, we're not turning out sort of news throughout the day um, as it happens. We select stories um, and take a deeper, in-depth look. So, so each day we put out one longer form of journalism um, and and yes so it's based on our local knowledge but also on discussions with people that are doing a similar thing in other parts of the country so we've been speaking to organizations in Bristol, Scotland, Manchester um, that are all offering something um, a little bit different to perhaps what people are used to in terms of journalism um, and in all those places um, that they've had really good feedback and a great response from local community. Hmm. What sort of news will you cover then? I mean, any particular type of news, as long as it obviously is local, you know, will it be political or economic or social or cultural or all of those? All of those, really. Um, so we both have um, experience of reporting on politics. Um, so a lot of the news in Northamptonshire recently has been sort of politics linked because of the situation at the county council and, and the difficulties that have arisen from that. Um, so we'll be watching very closely how the switch to unitary councils goes in Northamptonshire. That will be something that we report on fairly regularly. Um, I also have experience in reporting on social issues. So those things are something that will always um, be covered. But basically any story that we feel is important that perhaps hasn't 
been looked at in a certain way before or hasn't been reported before. Mm. So tell us a little bit about your background and Sarah's background then, your, your partner. I mean, you're both journalists by training and career, yes? Yes, so um, Sarah um, is an award-winning journalist in Northamptonshire. She's, um, she was most recently a local democracy reporter for the Northampton Telegraph. So she um, has been reporting all the way through the, the crisis at, at the local councils. Um, and I have been freelancing for the last few years. I previously worked for um, a online news provider called politics.co.uk and um, in more recent years have been freelancing for various places, including um, The Guardian. Uh, I've written for the BBC and Channel 4 News and, and various other places. OK, so very good. So plenty of um, of the right sort of skill sets and experience. And you're both local ladies, is that right? We are, yes, we're both um, very much based in Northamptonshire. We both live locally um, and both have very strong links to, to local communities here. Okay, so you've got uh, deep inside knowledge. You know where all the skeletons are buried. <laughs> we certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> Might be useful, you never know. All right, so I guess it's going to be a very, um, you know, uh, uh, upbeat, uh, hopefully positive. I mean, to reflect the best that's going in the county. But will you take on difficult issues then? You talk about the politics of obviously our local government have had their challenges over the years. So you're not going to shy away from difficult issues, no? Absolutely not. Um, our first investigation on, on the day we launched was um, a sort of in-depth look at the rise of far-right extremism in Northamptonshire. Um, we've covered a, um, allegations of bullying within the local Conservative Party in Wellingborough. Um, with today we have an interview with Harry Dunn's mum about her fight for justice. Um, but there's really no issue that we would shy away from, not at all. In fact, we kind of, we seek out the stories that perhaps um, are the more difficult ones to tell. All right, I think that's very refreshing. Do you have any you know, particular political stance you will take? No, we're completely independent and um, our, our um, aim is, is to report the news regardless of, of any um, sort of political standing of, of the people involved. So report, uh, explain, you know, both and, and where the news, I always say to, say to my students, right, it's not just the news, you can get that anywhere, but to get the journalism that tells you why it's happened and what the consequences are. Now that's a whole different thing, right? Interpreting the news. So I assume then this is where the depth will come in. Yes, I hope so. I think that's something that, that both Sarah and I um, have spoke about a lot is, is um, when, when we're telling a story is, is to give um, a broad view of what's happening as well as what's all the sort of important details, but, but also to, to be um, a news provider that people can trust um, and rely on. Um, we're not um, we're not sort of chasing clicks. We nothing that we put out would be clickbait at all in any way. Um, and I think perhaps in in some areas that's that's people are starting to tire of that kind of journalism. Um, and so what we're offering, I hope, is refreshing to people that that enjoy sort of knowing what's happening in their local community and reading interesting stories, but also. Um, we hope that what we can provide is, is, is an alternative to perhaps that model that's become more common in, in the media. 
Right. Well, that again sounds very refreshing. And the, what a great word there, which is trust, right? I'm not sure. Uh, has trust broken down or is it being rebuilt under COVID as we have to rely on our, our employees to be working from home and doing what they say they should do? Tell us a little bit about your business model and, how, you know, is this a business for you both? Is this um, is this set up as a charity, as a social enterprise or is it is it a business? Um, so we have set this up as a social enterprise, um, but it is something that both Sarah and myself have, have committed to wholly. We're working full time. Um, very long hours at the moment getting it all up and running and and to a standard and level that, that we're proud to put out um our business model i guess so the, there's two parts to, to the nn journal one is the daily newsletter um and currently that is free um so when you sign up to our uh, our mailing list you will receive a free uh, newsletter every morning to your to your inbox uh, which contains our our story of the day um, after the end of February, that will switch to a paid model. Um, and we're keeping that cost as low as we possibly can. Um, so it's just over a pound a week, five pound a month um, for those newsletters to, to come through to you every day. Um, and you will also have access to all of our previous articles that, that will be on the website. Um, because obviously we understand not everyone can pay for, for the news, we will also have a free option, which means that you can select one story per week from, from the website, plus a, a news roundup at the end of the week. Um, and again, this is something that we discussed in depth because there, there are strong arguments on both sides of whether or not people should pay for their news. Um, but we, we believe that the only way to make a um, sustainable uh, news uh, set up in, in the current climate is is to ask for um, uh, for payment for it. Um, the other side of, of the model is our links to the local community and what we'll be doing is running um, journalism workshops with different groups around the county. Um, we'll be uh, holding open newsrooms in, in various parts of the county where we just We'll just sit in a cafe or community centre and ask people to come to us and tell us what they want to, to see in, in NN Journal and what they'd like us to report on. Um, and we would be seeking funding for some of those workshops that we'll be doing where we'll be sharing our journalism skills with local people to benefit them. Okay. And do you have, uh, is this all written up in a business plan? Have you got that far yet? Because my students, you know, who study in business will no doubt want to know that question. <laughs> yes, we have got a business plan that, that we've um, we set up um, in the early days as we were sort of planning everything, um, and we've, we've set ourselves targets for how many people we would like to have on our mailing list by a certain point. How many of those we would hope to um, turn into paid subscribers? Um, that's one that we're currently using Substack um, to host the newsletter and um, our articles has proven to be very popular recently. There's lots of very well-known journalists and, and new news organisations setting up and using the platform. Um, and so we, we've obtained a lot of information from there as to, in terms of the kind of numbers that, that we should hope to achieve. All right, so you've done your homework, done your research. Um, are you going to be carrying any advertising at all or not? Um, currently we don't. Um, we could possibly look at that going forward it wouldn't be um in any way we wouldn't take on any advertising that would interfere with the readers um 
experience of using the, the newsletter or website. So we wouldn't have pop-ups or anything that is kind of too intrusive. If there could be opportunities to have like a sort of sponsored um, newsletter where there's like a, a, a neat banner or something along the top or down the side that doesn't interfere with the reading of the article. Um, but we wouldn't take on any advertising that we didn't feel fit our, our sort of um, beliefs and, and um, the way we'd like readers to engage with us. Okay. And uh, what is your sort of target audience then? Um, I guess anybody that's interested in what's happening in Northamptonshire. So we have a wide range of stories um, and investigations. Um, we're offering something that perhaps isn't um, currently offered. And so we hope that that um, will be something that, that people of all different ages and backgrounds would, would like to see. I think um, so far we've had some great feedback from people that tend to be um, professional people, slightly older perhaps. Um, but really we, we had a comment piece at the weekend from a great young guy, Trey Ventor, um, which had really good feedback and, and he's a guy that's recently um, graduated um, and he's doing some amazing work around race um, in Northamptonshire. Um, so so we're, we're hoping to, to reach people of all ages and backgrounds. Mm. Well, I know Trey very well. He was working, I think he still is, associated with the university, as you say, yeah. doing some very uh, fascinating work. So, so are you um, offering the opportunity to comment on your articles then? You want to get people to respond and, you know, shout at you or, you know, agree with you or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we welcome any feedback, good or bad. Um, there's, there's a comment section under each of our newsletters and articles, so people can put feedback there. They can obviously reach us on social media, on Facebook or Twitter. Um, in terms of comment pieces that we're running on the site, currently... Um, we don't have a freelance budget at the moment as we are in the very early days. Um, so we don't um, we don't ask people to to write for us as we can't offer payment. Um, but if people you know wanted to get in touch and say, I have an article I'd really like you to publish and I, you know I don't want payment for it, obviously we would consider that. Um, as a regular feature, we would be um, looking to run sort of pieces from different voices around Northamptonshire just to give, a taste of different views and, and opinions that people have here. Mm. So anything for business in particular? You know, businessmen obviously are, are part of your professionals and good to see you getting that sort of response, but any any particular business land that you'll be offering? Um, well, I think in terms of articles, you mean, in terms of coverage that, that we yeah. provide. Yeah, so, um, well, quite possibly. I think um, in terms of some of our coverage of local authorities and, and the impact that, that sort of decision-making in local authority level that has on, on business. Um, we constantly have um, sort of politics driven stories running on the site. Um, we had a big piece last week about um, Corby's plans for, for regeneration in the town. Um, so those sort of issues I think uh, are important to business people so that they can see the decisions that are being made around them that, that could affect their business as well as the local community. Mm. What about, um, are you willing and able to share with the sort of current numbers of people that are, you know, getting to read it and, and any targets you've set yourselves? Um, we wouldn't probably share the numbers. Um, what we can say is that we have beat all of our targets so far. Um, and we've had hundreds of people sign up to the newsletter. We've been very, very happy with, with the response we've had so far. Um, and yeah, I think um, 
going forward if we, if we can keep up at the same rate that we are and, and keep hitting or beating those targets. Um, yeah, I think it, it's it's exciting and we're both very pleased with that. Indeed, no, and uh, I, I'm sure you're very pleased. Well, I'm glad to hear that you had the significant uptake then. Um, let me think. I wanted to ask you the contact details, of course. If, if people want to find out more, how do they get in touch or how, where can they see information? Yep, so um, you can find us at www.nnjournal.co.uk. Um, that's where you can sign up to the newsletter. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, which is NN Journal, and on Twitter, which is at NN Journalism. Um, you couldn't get the, the, the Twitter handle for NN Journal on there. Um, but yeah, so th there's several places that you can follow what we're doing. Um, both myself and Sarah run social media as well, which um, you, can, you can obviously follow us as well individually. Um, yeah. but, but the best place is to is to sign up to the newsletter so that you you know you get the, the stories delivered straight to your inbox every day yeah which indeed i have done once i martin steers the station manager told me about you um when did you start when did you launch we launched at the beginning of the year so we've only been running a few weeks it's um an interesting time i guess to, to be starting something like this we're we're all locked down and, and can't meet up or <laughs> um, get out and, and do some of the stories that we'd like to be doing and, and speak to sort of local groups and, and meet people in a way that we'd hope to be doing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it, the, the, um, you know, really important stories that are happening um, across the county, regardless of, of the lockdown situation. And so we, you know, we're, we're constantly looking a week or two ahead. There's, there's no shortage of stories that, that we're putting out. All right. And looking ahead, any sort of major future plans, you know, in one, three, five years that you'd like to be doing? I mean, one thing perhaps is having a model that's robust that you can pay then for uh, other contributors. Right. Is that uh, but any other angles, the community workshops, obviously, mm -hmm. any other big, bold or hairy, audacious goals? <laughs> um, I think it's just um, in terms of, of um, a steady and sustainable growth. Um, there are huge challenges facing the media at all levels. So on a local level, but on a national level as well, we've seen huge redundancies um, at some really big news organisations in the last few years. Um, and, you know, anyone that's that appreciates good news and, and understands what's happening in, in the industry will know that there are huge challenges. and and right across the board, everyone's looking for, for new ways to make news work. So if we can create something that is sustainable and that grows at a steady pace, um, we would be more than happy with that. Well, it sounds like a fantastic initiative. I commend you for it. Thank you very much indeed for coming on the show and talking about it. If you'd like to know more, the best place to go is www.nnjournal.co.uk. www.nnjournal.co.uk. Also via Facebook, NN Journal, and by Twitter, NN Journalism. So uh, to, to Sarah and to Natalie. Natalie, thanks for coming on the show. To both of you, good luck with this new venture. Um, it's nice to have a sort of similar uh, alongside the radio as a means of communicating and sharing, you know, news and entertainment, etc. Obviously, we have a great new initiative to the local media scene. So thanks for coming on the show. Keep well, keep safe and keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Adrian. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. There are plenty more here on the podcast platform. And of course, you can always listen on uh, live on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. on NLive Radio 106.9 FM or digitally via nliveradio.com. Um, if you'd like to know more about the radio station, please do look at nliveradio.com. 
and um, we're always looking for support from the community and further afield. So if you'd like to support us, please go to nliveradio.com slash support us. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.